Stardate. Oh, who am I kidding? No one is listening to the dates. It's episode, like, six? The last one of the season? Who cares? Why would I? It's not like the writers have failed to renegotiate my contract for next season or anything. After I gave them the best years of my life. <laughs> anyway, the gang are all back together and on their way to Andoria to get crash medical aid after last week's thrilling episode where he got shot saving Hoteen. Will he survive? Will Hoteen reveal why he was kidnapped? Will anyone let me know if I have a damn job next season? Find out on the season finale of Tapan Slater on Subspace, Ice Cold Andorian Summer. We begin our story on the barren, icy wastes of Andoria's Limic region. Ensign Rickles, you better not be asleep in that storeroom, or so help me I'll hollow you out and use you for a windsock. Sir, no sir, Lieutenant Commander. I'm waist deep in replicated limbs in here. Did they say what the emergency was? You heard as much as I did, kiddo. But you're two years younger than me. You shouldn't be focusing on that right now. The distress call said Andorian with profuse abdominal bleeding. I was going to ask for more details, but the message cut out and was replaced by someone droning on about how rock and roll isn't enough to build a city on. I mean, that's not wrong. A civilization is built on... You don't have time to postulate, Rickles! You have to find those bags of Andorian plasma and start replicating more before that ship arrives! Outpost 426, this is Captain Kathy of the USS Tapan's radio program. We've just entered orbit and are ready to beam down. Couldn't be fashionably late, could you? Of course, USS Tapon's radio program. That's a bad name for a show, let alone a ship. Tapon, stop! Stop grabbing at the mic and get off me! I'm trying to talk here. Are you ready to receive our wounded crew, 426? He's in pretty bad shape. You bet your sweet butts! We're a fully stocked Starfleet medical outpost here, Captain. You might want to take this bit of advice, though. Wrap up warm. Andoria is a pretty chilly place for off-worlders. Uh, hey! Thanks, Starfleet. But we're hardy space warriors fresh off a victorious battle with a Romulan warbird to save a helpless Romulan dumsel in distress. We're used to danger. Prepare now. We're beaming in now, and I don't want our aura of heroism to startle you. By Yanked codpiece. It's colder than a penguin's nutsack down here. Dross, did you pack my sweater like I forgot to tell you to? I think my junk just retreated up into my ribcage. I can't even feel my ear points. They are still there, Hoteen. Just not as erect as mine. If Crash isn't dead, I'm going to kill him. You... Did you say Crash? Please, don't tell me you mean Crash Space Danger. Everyone get behind me! She's a witch! She's not a witch, sir. Look at the antenna. The telling cleft in her chin. The the chiseled physique. The the name tag that says Dr. Dizzy Space Danger. She must be related to Crash. Fantastic deductive reasoning, Dross. Now quick. Let's get Crash inside before he turns even bluer. And I'm getting bored of this conversation. After Crash is brought into the med bay, we jump forward an hour or two. You know, for narrative purposes. Look, our time is as valuable as yours, okay? You want to close up the patient, Rickles? I've got some explaining to do, I guess. Where are the rest of his crew? Staring right at us, sir. 
The young one has his face pressed up against the glass, and the Cardassians take a notes. What? I'm interested in anatomy, okay? You all realize you might have been more comfortable in the waiting room, right? You have a terrible selection of magazines for visitors. No NME, no Rolling Stone. I even resorted to attempting to fill out the Are You a Passionate Lover quiz in one of the abhorrent gossip rags supplied, but it had already been filled in by a Gorn who felt the best addition to a candlelit dinner was a bouquet of the entrails of a hated foe. Ah, he sounds like a keeper. When you find someone, it just feels right. Like what Kathy and I have. Right, Kath? Also, we were worried about Crash. How is he? He's in critical condition, with substantial damage to his kidneys. You're probably thinking you were lucky you got him here when you did, and you're right. Though I'm struggling to see why you came here. Commander Space Danger instructed us to come here before he passed out. He was insistent even through the delirium hallucinations about using a saddle on a Klingon warrior. That delusional, feverish fool. I'm guessing you peeps probably have some questions. Numero one, how long is this boring Q&A gonna last? Crash has never mentioned any family before. And considering yesterday he told me his entire top ten soups under threat of a phaser shot to the face, I'm surprised we haven't heard of you before. Are there... Ugh, other... Space Danger siblings? You're damn straight. Our big brother Ace Space Danger is an admiral on Earth. Bit of a stick in the butt. Would definitely say boo to a whole squad of geese. Captain Brash Space Danger is the bad girl of the family. The only captain to make sunglasses part of the uniform. And she rigged the warp core to only work if you punch it just right. Then there's Crash. Then me, Lieutenant Commander Dizarella Space Danger. I run the medical research centre here. We're trying to see if ice crickets can overcome their crippling shyness with chemical intervention and reassuring head pads. Then there's Emo, the black eyeliner sheep of the family. He's a lieutenant at the Replomat on the edge of Sector 12. He works part-time so we can play in his garage band the other half of the week. But he doesn't need to earn a wage. Why doesn't he just... Uh, slap the axe? Full time? You think an artist can build up an unhealthy backlog of creative juices if he hasn't worked in the services industry? So there's a whole bunch of you. Weird. Crash never mentions his family. With good reason. One set of our parents were really supportive, but the other set? They were the hard-ass, military, pushy parent types. None of the space danger brood talk much anymore. Brings back the memories of having to constantly compete. Fun times. Family, right? I could tell you some stories about my 300 hatchlings and I that- Bore us into a deeper coma than space danger? What, too soon? He's literally still open on the surgery table. I can see his ribs. Fragile, brittle ribs. Ha. Wonderful. While we all attempt to forget how macabre that statement truly was, may I ask for how long you think Commander Space Danger will be incapacitated? Without a viable kidney, it doesn't look good. You probably heard that Andorians aren't known for their hardiness. My uncle broke his neck trying on a particularly heavy hat once. And we don't have an organ replicator on site. Can't we take him to a better equipped facility? I think I saw a McDonald's on the way in. It's too late to move him now. I'll put Antenna out for a donor. We'll have to hope there's a compatible match somewhere close. Well, I'll get the computer to send over our medical records and check for matches. Keep me out of this. Klingons don't share organs with ex-lovers. Fine. Computer, send Dizzy the medical records of everyone but Drac. 
I mean, I didn't agree, but whatever. Okie dokie, Captain Chokey. Uh-oh. If anyone gets any weird spam calls, it's definitely not because I just sent your private medical info to my entire address book, okay? What can we do while we wait, Dizzy? I don't think any of us want to leave him. No way! Well, you won't be surprised to hear that Andoria is pretty much what you see is what you get. Not much around. There's ice fishing at the ice lake or the ice caves. Or you could go for a walk in the ice forest or see the ice museum. Oh, good gods. Kathy, I need to get warm or I'm going to ice blow my ice brains out. Cardassians aren't built for this kind of... bitterness. <laughs> Tell that to the Bajorans. Why did we save this guy again? Computer, are you still listening in? Well, it's not like I have anything better to do. And FYI, don't switch all the lights off and leave the only crew member without hands unable to turn them back on again. I'm sitting in the dark up here. Computer, you just have to think them back on again. Oh, what else can I do? Um, what's a self-destruct? Asking for a friend. I'll go back up and deactivate that. Maybe I could bring some camping supplies back. We could sing songs, share stories. What do you guys think? I'm a DJ, not a Boy Scout. Yay! It's settled then! Dross, we're going to need booze. Lots and lots of booze. Way ahead of you, Kathy. After Dross comes back with the goods, the crew start their downtime as they wait for a miracle for their fallen friend. Well, after all our adventures, after all our brave battles and tales worthy of song, I have met our greatest adversary. Damn campfire. If any of you speak of this to space danger, I will kill you all and decorate my codpiece with your vertebrae. Computer to away team. Lonely up here, you guys. Can I come down there with you? You are tied into the ship's system, computer. I do not think it possible. Already thought of that, Tapalo mine. Stand back. Whoop, whoop! Spring break, yo! Did you transfer yourself to a transistor radio on wheels? No, doy. Look how thick I am, biatches. This squat be really paying off. Deponded all this obsolete old tech in one of the secret crew quarters just sitting there, so I thought I'd avail myself. Oh, wait. I wasn't supposed to tell anyone about that. Rewind. Deleted. Now, what was I just saying? Wiping your memory doesn't make the information disappear from ours, you microchipped moron. What information? Upon secret crew quarters. I'm sorry, your query is not recognized. Someone's built a beans to pawn. You told us there were no free quarters. Drust has been staying in that closet with me for a month. We've been in bunk beds to pawn. Bunk beds. There were no free quarters. I had requisitioned them for storage purposes. However, if you require your own rooms, I'm fully prepared to make the space. Well, it would mean moving my stuff out. And there's that Super Birds marathon we had planned. Kaka! Plus, you're gonna show me how to make those cinnamon buns! It would make it slightly more difficult if you were down the hall. You guys are so sweet. You sound like an old married couple. <laughs> we're not together, Captain. Are we, Tavon? You should be so lucky. Any luck with that fire yet, Drac? Or you want me to give it a try? Oh, for the love of Kalos' snowy treasure trail. Cough, cough! There, I made fire, with no help from wretched technology. Hey, 
Did he say wretched or bestest? Well, now that's all dealt with. Let's get our drink on. Wait, where's Hotin? You mean your boyfriend? Seriously, though, you aren't going to get together with a dirty Romulan, are you? Don't make me lose the thimbleful of respect I had for you. Of course I'm not. It was part of my... I mean, the heat of the moment, holiday, romances, you know? In fact, as soon as I find him, I'm going to tell him, me and him, no chance. Now we're all ready. Who's up for some ghost stories? I know a really cool one about some backpackers on Spooky Scary Skeleton Prime. Where is Hoteen indeed, listeners? Where indeed? Oh, there he is in the med bay by Crash's bedside. Oh, no, that slimy miscreant is going to smother him with a pillow or unplug his monitor or something. Get help. Oh, wait, he's just sitting down next to his bed. What? I'm not prejudiced against Romulans. You are. How is he? Not good. Andorians can die from the common cold, let alone this sort of kidney trauma. Don't know how to feel about this, you know. We hadn't spoken for years, but he's dying. I hear that. Losing someone is pretty tough. I just lost a friend myself. A mouse called Poochie. He was my cellmate in a Romulan prison cell that may or may not have been a hallucination. On reflection, I sincerely hope he wasn't a hallucination, because otherwise I have no idea what I smuggled up my butt every time the guards came. Okay, you're clearly going through some weird stuff. So I'm going to go over here now, to the other lab. Why did you do it, Space Danger? Why come and save me? You didn't know me anything. You didn't even know me. It's just so... So... So selfish! I'm furious at you! You've saddled me with some sort of life debt. And this isn't a situation I can welch out of or blame on someone else, or tell a girl I've moved to Alpha Seti 2 over a subspace message after I've given her the space clap. Tapon should save me. I'm his co-worker, co's before hoes and all that. Dross was ordered to, Drac wanted the glory, Computer was programmed to, and Tavan's already told me three times he didn't really want to. But you, you wanted to save me. Both you and Kathy. So now, ugh. Now I guess I'm just going to have to help you. I have to save your life. Is, is someone there? Kathy? Tapon? Poochie? Back at camp, the computer is in the middle of a dope spooky story. I could tell you a few horror stories, like whenever I see my ex. Yeah, I went there. This is so much. No one could narrate my flaws better than her. And so, when she, like, opened the door to the cabin, she realized that the one cup of tarragon, one stick of butter, stir well. And when she tried to answer the phone, warp core diagnostic report level one, all systems operational, was in the house the whole time. I'm pretty sure I just had a stroke. Did anyone else just have a stroke? Not just yet, thanks. I'm saving it for my bunk. Right, losers. Catch you later. I've got something to do. Whoops. I guess I'm not that good at telling stories. It was double balls. Why is it even spooky? On the contrary, this computer is the system to which we entrust our lives on a daily basis. If I could feel emotions, I would be terrified. S'mores are ready, gang. I prepared them with my own two hands. There's a surprise inside. It's not poison, is it? That is the weapon of a cowardly spy. Tavon isn't a spy. He's just a humble baker. Weatherman. Weatherman who bakes. Don't pigeonhole me, Dross. I also like crosswords. 
Here you go, Tapan. You can have the first one. My thanks. I will pass this down the line to Kath... Hmm. It seems our captain has followed Hotin into the ice forest. Heat of the moment. Holy moment. Gather round, children. Drac will tell you a tale so terrifying your heart will be pounding harder than Kathy and the Romulan no doubt are. Oh, God, no. Don't make me go back there. I don't want to see that. Let alone narrate the scene so you guys can figure out what's happening. Oh, thank the heavens. They're just walking along in the woods. <laughs> that could have been awkward. Hotin, wait up. Where are you going? I, um, uh, have some work to do. Like, a, a favor for a friend. Look, I know what you're... Ugh, all right. It's true. I admit it. I didn't have any Starfleet secrets. What? I just thought a bodacious piece of babe... Sorry, sorry, sorry piece of woman, like you, wouldn't be interested in me unless I was someone important. Well, that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about. You see... Um, so I told a little green lie, and kind of put myself and everyone else in a whole heap of trouble, I guess. So that's why you want to help Crash? To make up for it? You weren't supposed to hear that. Was that you snooping at the door earlier? Look, Kath, I know you haven't known me very long, but I have an image to maintain. It doesn't say total agitator in rhinestones on the back of this leather jacket for nothing, you know. It, well, it doesn't. What? Well, some of the rhinestones have come off. So what does it say? Um, total git. Well, I suppose that's what I get from getting my jacket detailed at the same latinum strip mall I get my gonorrhea medicine. What? What? Look, I'm sure where you come from, you have men clamoring to get hold of you. That's one way to put it, I guess, but... But... There's a moderately attractive, obsessive fixer-upper waiting for you right here. Low price, entry-level hotine. A bit of work, a bit of effort, and I could be a solid C. Listen, I... And if not, and if you do end up staying, I guess just having a friend aboard would be nice. If you could cope with my pathetic pining for a few weeks. Just shut up a minute, would you? Look, I can't get home. I'm from the future, Starfleet's temporal agency. I was ordered to come back and save you, for some reason. I'm stranded here. So, there's a chance then. <sighs> Genuinely, you guys are the only friends I have right now. And you... You're sweet. In your own way, I guess. Look, let's take it slow, see where it goes? We can maybe get some space margaritas, like we planned. Does that sound okay? As Hotin and Kathy head back to the campsite, with the status of their relationship about as clear as morning pee, they catch the end of Drac's special spookum. Then the Orion thief heard a banging on the roof of their shuttle. Oh no! And when they landed at the coordinates, they quickly left the shuttle and ran to the woods. Don't look back! Dross, please, you're digging your fingernails into my arm. But when they looked back... No! No! I was banging the decapitated head of their co-pilot on the shuttle roof. Ooh, that's a good. Wait. Are you saying you were the ghost? Ghost? You wanted a scary story. Would a ghost have been able to cut off both of those cowards' heads? Would a ghost have been able to fashion their skulls into perfectly giftable paperweights? It's true. He gave them to his cousin as a wedding present. And then we left early and stole them back with the rest of the gifts and their wedding cake. Ah, that was a good night. Saban, computer, you're back. Yeah, we just spent some time sitting with Crash. The commander may not last the night, according to Dr. Space Danger. Come on, Dross. Let's go pay our respects. And then my dad made me smoke the whole pack. It was so cool. 
Although I was only three years old, so it's probably more negligent than cool. Jesus. Hi, crew. Please, someone else talk to me for a little while. You have arrived at the right time, Captain. We are trying to convince Drac to go pay his respects to Crash. The commander will not live through the night. Oh, no. Drac, perhaps it would be best if you said your goodbyes, too. Yeah, dude, you don't want to let Crash sail off into that big database in the sky with things unsaid. You'll regret it forever, or like a week at least. That Andorian wronged me, humiliated me in a way no other has done before. He dumped me! Me, the most virile Klingon since Clef the Tickler. No one could believe it when I told them. Not Dross, not Rollis, not that crazy drifter I cried to in my underpants for four hours straight in one of those dark, lonely nights. I would never forgive Crash Space Danger. Ha! Never! I curse the ground he walks upon until his very bones turn to ash and consecrate my soul. Drac, have you ever considered amateur dramatics? Why don't we all drink ourselves into a stupor and then sleep on it? I'm sure things will seem much better in the morning. Yes, much, much better. Later that night, when the rest of the crew are asleep, Gathered around a roaring campfire that is somehow able to keep the bar alive in arctic temperatures, a shadowy figure hobbles towards the medbay, where dizzy space danger is having some time with her brother. Putting me in a bit of a pickle here, big brother. Hope you can understand that. By coming here, asking me to help you, you've opened up a lot of old wounds, bucko. You were the best of an awkward bunch, Crash. The only sibling I really got on with. But seeing you here just reminds me of the worst of it all. Ace's 15th birthday and Brash losing a finger during Pim the Tail on the Ice Donkey. The annual Space Danger Soapbox Derby race, where Emo nearly flew off Permafrost Gorge. That year Mum and Dad allocated birthday presents based on standardised testing. And now, if you die, I'm the one who's got to break the ice to the rest of the fam. Well then, let's hope this means you don't have to deal with all that family crap for a while. You are aware you look terrible, right? Yeah, well, oh, extracting a kidney in these conditions on your own isn't exactly a picnic, you know. You even packed it in ice in preparation. I didn't really mean to, it just kind of plopped out and rolled in the snow for a bit. This kidney, it's a compatible match. This isn't behaviour I'd usually expect from a Romulan. I could spit on it first if you want. You're incredible, Hoteen. You've saved Crash's life. I don't know how to repay. No payment necessary. So long as, after you save this doofus, you insinuate unsubtly that I was the one that was responsible for saving him. You got it. As the sun rises over the Andorian plains, the birds are chirping and the icy fog is rolling in over the lakes and... Ugh. Who is talking? Will you please shut up? It's another glorious summer day in the sub-zero temperatures of... If that incessant jabbering doesn't stop, I'm going to tear the culprit's head off and use his neck as a barf bag. And Doria and our crew are hungover and grumpy. Bye. Oh, Is this what alcohol does to you? I feel like I want to vomit and poop myself to death simultaneously. Wait. Why does my throat hurt so much? You had an awful lot of feels last night that you just couldn't help expressing very loudly. And then you, like, called me your soulmate and tried to start a fight with Tapan because you thought you slept with your ex-girlfriend? Oh, no. I'm sorry, Mr. Tapan. Do not worry yourself. As the song says, everybody hurts. Sometimes. Still, I apologize. Oh, wait. 
Ugh. Have I got a black eye? And last night when you came at me, was yours sometime. Ugh, I ache all over. Dross, if I die, open my eyes and scream in as threatening a fashion as you are able, so the afterlife will be warned of my arrival. Am I not threatening enough, sir? Considering your normal speaking voice is somewhere between eunuch church mouse and helium huffer, I'd say no. I think I'd like to hear your war cry, Dross. Well, now I have performance anxiety. Go on, Dross. Scream us all the way to Stovacore. Don't Cardassians have their own heaven? We do have a hell, and we have a limbo. But limbo is very difficult to get into. You have to not murder a single person. I mean, what are we, saints? Come on, Drossy baby, scream! 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 Ah, hands down, scarier than any of those stories from last night. Well, if that doesn't call for more booze, I don't know what does. I step into the cold. Feeling my nipple spring to life. Is there a damsel out here that needs saving? I think I heard a sexy maiden in trouble. Crash. Yeah, woo, Crash is here. You'll be pleased to hear we received an anonymous donor at the last minute. <coughs> Too subtle. <coughs> I guess the donor could be anywhere. Anyone. Right, Hodine? Wink. You... you did that for Crash? That's so brave. A gentleman and a kidney donor never tell. I limp closer to Drac. Leaning in to whisper so no one will hear, and I'm instantly embarrassed when everyone else turns to face me. How did they all know? Have the psychic mindworms of Persman 2 invaded their heads? You're talking aloud, you idiot. Drax spouts some nonsense. The poor fool probably feverish under their influence. But it's now or never. <clears throat> Can I talk to you, old chum? Okay, let's get this over with. I twiddle my thumbs and try not to gaze at my shoes, abashed. Drac. Are... are you about to apologize? Knowing my near-death experience has caused me to reevaluate my former choices, I try to explain. I was scared. Things were going warp nine and I needed quarter impulse, and I'm sorry for how callously I ended things. Would you consider giving me another shot? You... but I thought... It was my fault. <laughs> you, Crash Space Danger, who wronged me and took my battle honor and my heart uh, honor, are the wrongdoer here. And I, in this emotional Cold War, have forced your surrender. I spent the last five episodes getting my groove back. Your apology was the last thing I needed to restore my former glory. My eyes widen in anticipation. So you'll take me back. No, not on your bodacious blue butt. I will be your comrade, your crewmate, your battle bud, but lover... I pull out my communicator slyly. No, sir. Don't need no intended man, no mo. Uh, what are you doing with that communicator? Who are you calling? Well, we're pretty close to regular, and there's this girl there I used to hook up with that I might be able to get with. What? You said you weren't interested. All the such inconsiderate. Honorless. My wedding stick to stab the man in the... Ah, oh, Drac. Is everything back to normal now? Mind your own business, you scaly lizard. Sounds like it to me. So what now? Well, I've been thinking about what we'd do after we saved Hoteen, and I have a few suggestions. I put down my communicator as my eyebrows raise simultaneously. 
Is this a keys in the hat situation? Oh, please tell me it's a keys in the hat situation. No, it's an exploring the universe, sticking together as a crew situation. Most of us have no homes to go back to. I look around. Actually, I'm already home. No jobs to go back to. And I am a Starfleet commander. And no one but each other. The inbox of this dating app says very differently. So what do you all say? Are you in? Well, so long as the proposed changes do not disrupt my show. He's in. And so am I. What else am I going to do? Get a real job? <laughs> I'm tied to the ship's systems and am technically property, so I guess I have to be in. I have never seen so much Romulan blood as I did on this mission, and long may it continue. Present company excluded. Until further notice, Ho Queen. It's Ho Team. Never mind all that. Dross and I are in. Do I get a say in this? Of course, but how would you vote without a tongue? I'm in! Well, saying no would mean packing all of my stuff. Walking to the transporter, getting my rent reorganized. Ugh, I'm in. Well, isn't this fantastic? An instant family, a new mission, an open road. To turn down such an opportunity would be temerarious. Crash, do you want in, or will you be temerarious? Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. I don't know the meaning of the word. I'm in. And so, with our fearless heroes. Really, that's what we're calling them, then? Well, okay. Now a crew... They prepared to bid farewell to Andoria and crash to his sister. So, I guess this is you saying goodbye, big brother. I wrap my little dizzy in my strapping arms and give her a little kiss on the old bonsicle. No way, Josester. I came to you for a reason. When the old life was flashing past the eyes, it was you and the rest of the space danger brood that were the main stars. We need to work harder at keeping in touch. We're more than what they made us. Off camera, of course. It's your birthday next week. Maybe I'll give you a call. I'd like that muchly. See you around, Dizzy. It was great to meet you. And some of you also. Are we ready to go home, gang? I'm certainly ready. My lower back is killing me. I did point out that sleeping on a hard ice floor when we had beds up on the ship seemed frivolous. Even I had to get up in the night. Oh, those rocks were so uncomfortable. I've been walking like an old man all morning. But I assumed you had back pain because of the kidney. Yeah, that's right. I found a compatible kidney for Crash, like I said I would. So, where are we going to move into? Your quarters or mine? Mine's pretty messy, so my vote is yours. Wait, what? Jaras, check out my lower back, would you? Is there something there? It really hurts. Oh, God. It's all weepy and oozing. We better get you to sickbay straight away. <laughs> another battle scar. Some filthy Romulan must have given it to me. Ah, it's good to be back. And so, all's well that ends well. Unless you're Drac, I guess. Well, he's got three other kidneys. He should be fine. You've got mail. Ooh, what's that? New mail? Dear Mr. Announcer, though the writers find you so we can afford to work and yada yada yada, can't afford to hire a professional, yada yada yada, are happy to offer you a job for a second season. Boom! I gotta call my mom. Hey, mom! I got the job! Oh, you guys are still here. Ugh, awkward. <laughs> well, catch you next time, folks, for Season 2 of Tapon's Theater on Subspace. Thank you for listening to Tapon's Theater on Subspace. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever you're listening to this on. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tapon on Subspace, or visit us at ttos.cool. Today's episode was written by Rich Masters. Episode art by David Axe Wizard Booth, 
Episode edited by Matthew Tusseroni and Aaron Damrau, with music by Fittizen. Announcer was voiced by James O'Fallon. Tapon was voiced by Jeff Rowich. Kathy and the Ship's Computer were voiced by Poppy Jenkins. Crash and Devon were voiced by David Spivey. Drac was voiced by Matthew Tusseroni. Dross was voiced by Paul Turner. And Hoteen was voiced by Rich Masters. Special guest voices this episode include Dizzy, as voiced by Rachel Nightingale, and Ensign Rickles, as voiced by Jason Whitcomb. And a very special thanks to Sean Dupree for helping create the show, the story elements, and just being an overall swell guy. Full individual social media links are in the description. 